So you want to be a DM. That's great. We're going to talk about being a DM from uh, 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, so that way you're up with the most current thing. If you guys want to hear something, some stuff about 2nd edition, I can do that as well. Unfortunately, I'm not very familiar with the other uh, editions. But anyways, so you want to be a DM. Awesome. The first and foremost thing that you need to come up with is... Um, where do you want to begin? Do you want to begin, or what is the start of it? Uh, the good good place to start from a lot of people is at a tavern. Um, a lot of games do this. Uh, a lot of dungeon D and D starts that way. It's very stereotypical, but it also works. So if it works, why change it? But if you don't want to do that route, uh, I also prefer and enjoy doing the. You are all stuck in a dungeon and you all have to work your way out of it. Unfortunately, that requires a little bit more preparation. You need to know some stuff about the doors and uh, it's not as straightforward. Uh, the DM will have to come up with maybe a trap and maybe they have to fight guards and other such things. But to begin, a good way is just we're going to say that we start in a tavern. So that way it's easier on you and you don't have to work so hard at it. Um, a, uh, any other starting method is usually preferred by DMs that really know the rules pretty well and are very creative. And if you're not that kind of creative person, awesome. You can do the tavern thing. If you are very creative, even cooler. You can try to do the other stuff. Uh, and by all means, as long as you're having fun at it, then who cares? But anyways, so we find our characters, our heroes, at this uh, tavern. Um enjoying their meal and such so now you know that when you're starting um what in the world are they going to do they don't know this world you do you made it but they don't so um i do a lot of uh i do a lot of uh, uh wanted posters and uh job description stuff on like a poster board inside the tavern i also do uh, if you want to do a more suspenseful route you can do something like this so we find our heroes stuck at the Old Blue Tavern. A small band performs on the northeast stage. Uh, the barmaid is still continuously scrubbing her uh, pint-sized uh, mug with this still nasty, nasty rag. You're not entirely sure why it's, she's still using that rag, but she is. Um, when all of a sudden, a, uh, the doors burst open and a big hulking of a man comes stumbling in through the night's rain uh screaming something about his daughter being taken by oh you could have it be any monster but for our purposes it'll be uh goblins because they're easy so they've been taken by goblins to some unknown tomb in the area well sweet now you've come up with a setting you now have a plot to go with and a roughly decent time setting to be in so wow you've done you've got the beginning down which is usually the hardest part once you get past that part it's pretty easy you're not too bad so uh you can always if it's if the moral stuff is not always there meaning like what well they don't care that his daughter's been kidnapped 
Well, I mean, it doesn't affect me. Why should I worry about it? If they like that, that's cool. You can throw in gold into it. Maybe have a wanted poster board for a goblin boss and you get, I don't know, a thousand gold because you killed the goblin boss. That's reason enough to go there at that point. You can buy a lot of things with a thousand gold. So that's always a great way to... I don't know, uh, begin something and have enough motive for your characters to want to go that way. Um, so now that we've gotten that far, uh, let's say our characters do go out on it and they travel for a few hours into the woods and, uh, you can now have them, uh, oh, let's see, we're at a temple. Uh, goblins, goblins are not very smart. Just so you know, but they're not stupid either. They're like, um, I don't know, ninth graders. Not very smart, but not very stupid either. So, well, well hold on. We'll get to the second segment of this and we'll continue. To- so, we just got done with our goblin friends, or, well, we just learned of our goblin friends. Um, now, uh, we need to know a little bit about goblins. First and foremost is they're not stupid, but they're also not very smart either. Uh, think of like a ninth grader. That's a good, that's a good, uh, <laughs> baseline to think of them as. <laughs> if you're a ninth grader and you're listening to this, well, uh, sorry. But anyway, <laughs> so... Uh, our characters probably shouldn't deal with too much in the traveling aspect. Yes, there are things called encounter rolls, and yes, you can use them when they're at a higher level, but level one, I just leave it alone. Um, that's just me personally. You can do it if you want, but you're throwing a lot of uh, people that are not very, have a whole lot of hit points. But, uh, anyways, so they get to wherever these goblins are hiding. We're going to say that it's just a cave. Uh, that has been etched out in a small hill um, in front of the cave. They have two or three goblins, and the characters can either choose to wait there um, and see if there's a patrol going by, or they can just barge right in. So we're going to say that they just barge right in. They're eager to kill these uh, goblins, and there's only two at the door. Um, At this point, you need to roll for to see, are are you going to... Are any of them going to stealth up there? Um, if they are, then the uh, goblins need to make perception cho- checks. Um, even if they're not, to figure out the surprise of the group, they both groups need to roll perceptions to see if... Uh, well, the group already knows that the goblins there, so they need to make sure and see if the goblins are going to notice the group. Um, so let's say the goblins don't notice the group. Well, then the group has surprise on them. Um, surprise is covered in Chapter 9, uh, Part 2 of the PHB Player's Handbook uh, to go over that. But basically, it's for one full round, the goblins can't do anything. So, in other words, if you roll the goblins as a group for their initiative, uh, then they just basically skip their turn. They can't do anything because they're just so surprised that these guys found them. But anyway, so we get through combat and they kill the first two, or they kill the first one and the second one, little did the players know, but there was a patrol out and they make it back around to the front and they see that their friends are being killed, so they join in. So now instead of having 
just one intermine to deal with. Now they have, uh, let's say, five. Uh, patrol usually has about four people in it, or they could be less. Maybe it's only two. That's your discretion. But we're going to say that the, it's a patrol of four. So now the players have five things to deal with. And in in 5th edition, it's not so much about how hard the thing is. It's about how many of them are there. Uh, usually, you can have a... If you throw, like, 30 easy level things at someone, it's very hard. It's a very difficult encounter. But anyways... Uh, while you turn to face these uh, uh, patrol, the one that you were fighting scurries inside. Oh man, now the whole cave knows that you're there. Uh, so, this is what I meant by the goblins aren't necessarily stupid. They know when to leave to go get reinforcements or to let everyone else know that they're there. Um, but you defeat the patrol and the guys up front uh, in short notice and now you guys move into the antechamber where there may be some stuff of value there there may be some silver <coughs> excuse me some silver coins or uh, maybe some copper pieces or something of that nature maybe oh man maybe there's a uh, uh, a broken sword or something it doesn't really matter you can describe the room however you so wish uh, but there's nothing there but you have to give uh, the player somewhere else to go so you could say that there's a there's a double door right in front of you or there's a door to your left and a door to your right or there's only one door on your right it doesn't really matter but you need to know as a DM where the bad guy the main bad guy is so for us point we're going to say that there's a door on your left and a door on your right and it doesn't matter which way you go, it'll both lead to the big boss room that we'll get to. So, we know that there's a door on our left and a door on our right. Um, we just defeated the goblins there, and one goblin ran off to go possibly get reinforcements. Oh boy. So, uh, your players can choose whichever the way they want to go. For us, we're going to go left. So. They open the door on the left, it's not locked or anything crazy like that, and they're in a uh, hallway or sorts, and they go through that. You could throw a trap in that hallway. Um, the Dungeon Master Guide has a great list of traps, but for the most part, you can also create some too. Uh, think of like uh, Indiana Jones traps, something of that nature. Like, uh, I don't remember if anyone remembers, but uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he's in that tomb, he puts his hand in the light shaft, and spikes jump out of the wall and stab someone well you could just have uh, someone step on a uh, uneven plate on the floor and it deals you know arrow damage a short bow arrow damage or something that would be cool um, I would not put goblins in this hallway just because why would they be in there uh, but anyway so they go through the hallway it makes a turn uh, we're gonna say it turns right goes down a little bit more there might be another trap here uh or at this point you might have like a little alcove or like uh maybe the hallway gets wider and now there is a goblin or something uh and then it makes another right turn and now you're at two double doors and they're heavy oak or something crazy um 
walk in and now we're dealing with a boss goblin which is uh whatever your health for your lower goblins would be i would just double it and there we go we have boss goblins help and then maybe he has uh a uh you can see the uh, blacksmith's daughter the daughter that we were looking for tied to a table in tattered clothes and other nonsense and there's a goblin wearing, with a staff like hovering over her and it looks to be performing magic he's a goblin with like two first level cleric spells pretty simple um but after you know they they fight the boss and his two minions and the cleric goblin or the shadow goblin and uh rescue the daughter and then they leave and maybe they take a long rest on the way back and voila dun, 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 we have heroes but that what i've described to you in about 10 minutes or so is something that would take about four hours of good playing to get through uh combat does take a little while to run through um it'll be combat is what we'll talk about on the next uh segment or possibly episode i'm not sure but uh yeah so that's fantastic now we've gotten that's the first little step of being a dm congratulations if you don't have to take my thing of what i said in fact i copied a lot of this from another dm that i learned from uh but uh great so we made it through the first part sweet after this uh you can maybe that's a one-shot game meaning like after that it's over you guys don't want to play that game anymore cool um or this could be a very long building campaign and we'll get into campaign building a little later but uh i think that's gonna close it up so uh sign off as uh my character so this is lance of lockhart signing off i will talk to you guys in a little while peace